Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. This morning, early I woke up and started reading a post from John, and it was absolutely brilliant on a subject that we had not discussed. And he was talking about the Kunalani spirit. And he was writing about it. It was so clear and so simple because it's not easy to describe it. It's simply signs and wonders from the devil that appear to be from God. And I'll go back and tell a story. Some, maybe even 25 or 30 years ago, the Lord told me to go to Orlando, Florida, by myself on the airline and go to a conference, a charismatic conference that was there at that time really didn't know why, I just got on the plane and went. And uh, John arranged for a hotel and, and transportation and so forth. So I went, and I watched and listened for about three days. And I went away from there knowing I would wipe the dust off my feet, that I would not be open to that kind of thing. And it would be hard to describe to you why, except that it was bizarre. There was no mention of repentance. There was no mention of obedience. There was, I don't know that there was even the name of Jesus mentioned. It was all about these bizarre experiences, walking with angels, which can happen. That's, it's just, it was just, all of it was on the side of the really bizarre, and it wasn't believable. Later, I somehow learned about Andrew Strom from New Zealand, or yeah, New Zealand, who experienced the same thing. And he, he did really renounced that charismatic movement because of the absence of the realities of the gospel, like repentance, obedience, purity, all the things that, that we are called to. <clears throat> and he began to write about it quite boldly and gave the reasons why he left. And then he began to write about something called the Kunalani Spirit, which he traced and discovered and has written about now for some years. I think he's got several books about it. And this morning, I opened John's post to get along with God. And this article is called The Kundalini Spirit Rather Than the Holy Spirit. And one of dear friends of ours asked John to explain this. And... He wrote, generically, it refers to any temptation to seek after God's false teachers' spiritual distractions. It's the manifestation of signs without Christ. And it's really manifestation of, of the enemy and deception. All appearing real. Right. And all about experiences, elevating experiences above the tenets of the gospel. We're so prone to that, and we're so uh, susceptible to that. It's one of the major susceptibilities we have is that we want to experience God, and so sometimes we're willing to suck down the, 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 fake. the fake. And what you write here is, the ploy of Satan is so crafty because it is an assault on our very desire to experience the spiritual. 
God gives us these desires and yearnings of the heart. And I want everybody to experience God. But we are called, you know what? In John 17, we're called to know Him. To know Him involves experiencing Him, but it's a much bigger word. If you, define, if you confine the being with God to experiences, that's when you're really ripe to be deceived. Instead, in every situation, to know Him. What does this tell you about God? What do I know about Him in these things I'm going through? So that, that, what you wrote was just brilliant, John, because it was simple. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was direct, and it was... You made a clear explanation, and then you made a clear explanation of why, why, what it really is. Well, Julia wrote me this morning, and she said that she was uh, referencing this this post, and and she was uh, telling me that she appreciated it. And I basically said that um, to boil it really down to the the core, it's super spirituality without the spirit. That's that's mm -hmm. what the Kundalini spirit is. It's. It's, uh, you it's know, the wrong spirit. It's the wrong spirit. It's absolutely the wrong spirit, but it is, it's without the spirit, capital S spirit. And um, so that, that's why you're, you're so susceptible, because you do want the super spiritual mm -hmm. manifestations, mm -hmm. you know. But if we ever uh, are willing to compromise and, and not keep it in the, in the realm of the Holy Spirit, then we're in big trouble. Holy Spirit can do amazing things, can do major miracles and, and wonders and, and all kinds and of stuff. And experiences. And experiences. It's part of it. But it is not experiences we are to seek. Right. It's the Lord's will. Right. It's right. the presence of the Holy Spirit and His will. And you, you made it so clear. So it made me say, uh, John, this morning I'd like to interview you about your writing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> gotcha. So... Because you didn't begin with any thought of ever being a published writer. No, never. And you have two, two books. One of them is Large, The Sovereign Touch. The other one is Where Are You, God?, which is your biography of your, chi or your childhood mm -hmm. with God. Mm -hmm. And those are you know, going to be put in print, yeah. hopefully. Real soon, hopefully. Soon. And then the magnanimous, is that the right word? Mm -hmm. uh, epic, as Jennifer calls it, is the... Um, the Exchange Life, The Great Exchange. Mm -hmm. And that's about uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And that's 22 or 23 years of experience it's, uh, and learning. Yeah, that's right. And writing uh, often. So, but your writing comes from your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. That is, that's very clear. Uh, I will sometimes see you on the porch where the the ocean or whatever, you're on the porch and you're silent, you're staring, you have your computer in front of you. What? Tell me what's going on then. Well, and this isn't the way I've always been. The older I get, I guess the wiser I'm coming because of the fact that I, I don't go immediately to to speak and to say. Uh, that's that's not my, my goal, is to uh, let the Lord hear me. I want to hear Him. And so I literally, you know, like if somebody says, hey, can we pray? And really, you taught me this, too. It's, it's from you, uh, that, that you listen. 
And you remember the, the interview with uh, Sid Roth? You, you, you know, you were like, he asked you, what do you do at two o'clock in the morning when you're awake? And, and I'm like looking at you and going, you listen, you listen. And I don't know what, uh, I don't remember what, um, I didn't know what to answer, and I knew he was going to do that to me. So I asked God to help me. So I said, I just say, where are you going, Jesus? I'm going with you. Well, that was a fine answer, but it was purely <laughs> spontaneous. Yeah, and, and he, you know, I mean, he's a he's a, a wily one, you know? You never know where he's, he's going to go. He is a force. So, um, but the, uh, I go and listen, and I, I go to hear and so I'll I'll sit with you in prayer, and I may not say a thing. I'm I'm not looking. But then when I do say something, that it's from him, uh, it's amazing, and it's Absolutely. succinct. It's succinct. It is it's, always like the other day I had that prayer for you. Mm-hmm. It was it was totally succinct. It had it had uh, examples and history and everything. I I literally gave you a package. I said, here you go. This is your your special. But I did that through hearing. So, so you're hearing first before you write, before you before you speak. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, and and someone asked me uh, yesterday. Uh, they said, you know, what are you writing, and and uh, you know what what's happening, and I I told them, and I said, uh, you know, that the Great Exchange is absolutely amazing, and that you read it at the beach, and you you wept through it and i told her that and uh i said this book is just absolutely phenomenal she said you know something i know what that means for you she said i know that you uh are not taking credit you're not being arrogant with this you're not puffing up your ego you're literally just because i know you i know you're referencing that this is something that you received and you got and so you're not crediting yourself for it at all um and that's the truth because you know, I heard that stuff. It's not like I have, you know, a, a huge wealth of education and knowledge, and and uh, but I do have a lot of uh, practical experience and earthly examples and uh, God's amazing, dramatic demonstrations to me, so that I get the object lesson well. <laughs> um, so, so you you begin by not thinking. You begin by waiting for Him. And this morning I read from Austin Sparks, his November 7th windows. The, it's, he's talking about the anointing. Oh, the anointing. I love the charismatic world, but I, I'm really not in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the anointing is the thing. You want to get the anointing. Absolutely. The glory and, and the anointing. <laughs> and, and that's right. It's absolutely right. But here's what Sparks says. And I love it. First, he quotes on John two twenty seven: The anointing you receive from him remains in you. His anointing teaches you about all things. That anointing is real, not counterfeit. Just as it was taught you, remain in him. So all that, that we have to say needs to come from the Holy Spirit. All that, we, all that we see up here must be the Holy Spirit. And Austin Sparks said, The greatest need of the church in his day, and this day especially, is the gift of discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he says, what is the meaning of the anointing of the Holy Spirit? It is nothing less and nothing more than the Holy Spirit taking his place as absolute Lord. 
the anointing carries with it the absolute lordship of the Holy Spirit. That means all other lordships have been deposed and set aside. Our life, our mind, our will, our desires, the lordship of others, every interest, every influence is regarded as having given place to the undivided, unreserved lordship of the Holy Spirit. And what you are doing out there, you're not just listening, you're bowing, Emma. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. essentialness of you can't hear unless you bow. You cut, you bow, and then you hear. That's you right. surrender, yeah. and then you know. So your your method is somehow what the Holy Spirit has developed in you, and that's what I'm going to ask you to share. And that's that's it. I know that you are surrendering. In waiting is above all things surrender. So the anointing takes everything out of our hands, says Sparks. The anointing takes charge. The anointing is the very purpose of God. The anointing takes complete control of everything, and all from that moment is in the hands of the Holy Spirit. If we want to learn Christ, we have to go exactly the same way Christ did. Here's This is called the way of Christ. The Son can do nothing out from himself. Absolutely. You see, that is the negative side of the anointing. Perhaps it's a little different than the idea of anointing from what we have said. Oh, be anointed by the Holy Spirit. What wonders will follow? How wonderful that life will be. The first and abiding thing about the anointing is that we are imprisoned to the Lordship of the Spirit of God, so there can be nothing if He does not do it. There you go. That's it. And we've walked with the Lord. I've walked with the Lord about 50 years, and I know I don't acquire anything that I can use. It's never an acquisition. It's always a revelation. That's I may have known it or heard it in the past, but if it's the, the anointing, it's, it comes up in resurrection life and it's fresh now, now, now. Right. And it's up, and, and this morning, it's so incredible because you write about the Kundalini. I was brooding on it and I read uh, your post and then I go and look and uh, Spark speaks of the unction of the Holy Spirit that it must be genuine from him. So, But you got there through a long, long, long walk, didn't you, John? Yeah, a long, long, long process of going through that and, and a lot of banging my head and uh, coming up with uh, knots on my forehead uh, <laughs> because, you know, that th this isn't natural for me, you know. Natural for me is to talk. Natural for me is to... You know, to speak and the, the to go and listen and to bow. Yeah, I'm I'm literally bowing. Yeah, bowing and waiting. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from GetAlongWithGod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At Shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.